welcome <coughs> to Frown Town. Uh, <laughs> am I sick or am I smoking weed? Uh, turns out the both. The world will never know. Turns out oh, both. Oh, snap. Well, I guess the world will know. live in America and I'm sick in America and I'm smoking weed in America. Did you get an American disease? Well, well, no, I didn't get COVID. Ha <laughs> uh, ha That is the American disease. It I is. I mean, li- listen, I will we're say good, this. We're the great Like exporter. most things American, like most things American, we didn't make it, but we sure as fuck took it. It's, um. <laughs> yeah. We, it is we took ours it now. and we took it and we ran. We really did. Oh my really God. Did. Which is ironic because most Americans don't enjoy running, but we did it. We did it. I we hate are, running. We are the number one purveyor. I do too. We're the number one purveyor of COVID in the world. Do you realize that? That if you want COVID, you have to come to America, baby. <laughs> That's where you get the COVID at. All, we have all the latest COVID. I have been, I have been looking at a map and actually, I want to look and see because I've been looking because I am, um, you know, uh, for the same reason that as a teenager, I used to go on rotten.com, right? Um, mm-hmm. I have morbid curiosity. So I like to go on uh, just like I just write COVID cases into Google. Right. And they show you a map. Oh, me too. I always do COVID death toll is what I do. And oh, for the, the entirety yeah. Of the, yeah, the entirety of the quarantine every day, I was just like looking at that death yeah, toll. Yeah, that's and, dork. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, sided Macabre, uh, as they like to say. <laughs> macabre. So you like to go, you go I, uh, COVID. I just do, I just do cases and, you know. Cases. Okay. So you're, you're way more optimistic. The fun thing is the fun thing. not dead people yet. Is, uh. When when you look at like the world, um, okay, and it's this is still true. I just wanted to make sure all the places in the world that have like uh, white people are uh, have really big circles. Yeah, like they, they're showing like uh, the amount of cases as like a circle, right? Like a yeah, yeah. Like the amount the of cases, few cases, tiny little circle, like, tiny tiny little circle, few cases. Europe, big circle, lots like, of cases. Obviously, the U.S. our circle is so big. Oh my god! Our circle is the world. It's it's it just the globe. It's just the globe. Countries. <laughs> Our but then you look and like planets. Europe. <laughs> Europe is pretty big, and then um, uh, Australia, and then uh, if yep. you look in South America, which is a predom- you know predominantly like there's a lot of brown people down there, but if you look at Argentina. <laughs> Which Argentina. is uh, yeah. famously uh, lots of blonde hair, blue eyed people in Argentina. Uh, a lot of Madonnas, as it turns out. Yeah, um. uh, they have a <laughs> bigger circle. They have a bigger circle. So I just want to say, yeah. uh, as a representative Shout out of, to the white people. of all white people, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, just for that, just for COVID. Okay. Um, <laughs> Only apologies for COVID. Uh, hey, so I, mean, I do make just sure we do general, this. Sorry, whatever you want to apply my uh, sorry to. White, white, Go sorry, ahead. white apology. Yeah. I will say this, the white apology is very rare. So, I mean, I've never truly heard one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, a, an apology with words. It's not an apology. It's just words. Uh, the real apology is uh, giving your money away yeah, and I mean, uh, yeah. helping people. I was going to say with, action. With, action is there. With like the resources things. with the resources that you have available to you, whether that is labor or uh, money yeah. or resources. Yeah, you do what you 
you can. I feel like sometimes sometimes you have to like use your skills to gain some resources to do things, and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, like, anyway, so back to living in a peach. Like, dish, I'm a writer. Uh, no, I'm saying, like, I'm a writer. <laughs> I write sometimes, and then uh, when I write things, people give me money, and then I use that to do things. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, guess what? This is Frowntown. Um, well, yeah. I'm Jay Jones. And I'm V Chatty, and we're coming to you live from a Petri dish. <laughs> well, Jay, you haven't I'm had healthy. you haven't had COVID, right? Have not had COVID. Have not had the flu because I have stayed home. Uh, like, like to okay. So here's what you have to know about me. Yeah, I am in a unique situation where I make more money than I actually spend. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's not it's not because I'm a super frugal person. It's just uh, my expenditures. Job, my expenditures don't co- cross over how and you much don't I drink. Make. It's just I don't drink. Nope, that saves uh, you a lot. I don't of have money. a lot of vices. Uh, I have a relatively inexpensive car, which I really do not drive. <laughs> like i haven't driven my car in like no a month i and a half. i'll tell you this much dude. i've been it, it's amazing i've been living throughout covid i've just been living on like this fucking shoestring budget and it's like i'm not even stressed because <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I, I i go to work like and, and i'm i'm blessed to be in a position where i can you know get decent paying gigs here and there you know like mm-hmm. i go to work a few times a month, I get my money, and then I just fucking stay home and chill with my dog. Like, yeah. I probably, I got the flu after Christmas. I thought I got it from one of my family members. Uh, Turns out, none of them were sick. Oh, so, no. I could have gotten it from, like, I don't know, a gas station I mean, where can handle. You, where can you not get the flu from? The flu is, like, legendary for getting people sick. Like, it literally was COVID before COVID. Yeah, you realize I mean, that, right? I don't know. We like, used to maybe... be worried about the flu, not COVID. And I, I don't mean, like, oh, no, we gotta, we're worried about I've the flu. Like, the sick. flu used to kill people. I've gotten sick. It's still killing people. And this one was no joke. I had True. it for... I legit. Well, I guess I guess I'm saying like at at COVID levels, right? My first or symptom maybe a little was less. my first symptom was like the 26th or the 27th, and like the day after Christmas. So you basically yeah. got the flu for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it, oh. it is. But it, it, I I might have had symptoms the day before that because the night before Christmas I slept All for like house. 20 hours. V was not stirring. Yeah. So like, so basically, since Christmas, I've had whatever this flu thing was, and it is now what? Uh-huh. Uh, January twenty first. Yep, twenty first of January. Shout out to the twenty first. Uh, also, so the date that this podcast is not coming out, Ellen. It's <laughs> almost a month. It's almost a month. It is almost a month. You've been you've been sniffly uh, and coffee. Uh, and yeah. and the fun part is is that uh so like you you mentioned it on the last podcast but i think you only hear one cough because like i cut all the other stuff out because <laughs> um, because i mean like as much as we love you we we, we don't like your sniffing <laughs> yeah totally coughing. i mean and, and you, i know how I, much sniffing and coughing you've been having because i, I do I'm, like, feel like i'm on the like, mens oh, wow. but i'm still like yeah i'm still coughing up shit it's just like but the I mucus the mucus is gone yeah. from being like this gross yellow color and like a little pink to being uh it should, wait a little white. pink are you bleeding are you coughing up blood when you cough so hard you know when you cough so hard and you like sprain your lung yeah that's no, how hard i was I don't coughing know that. <laughs> i have never i've had uh pneumonia, i'm just saying like there's i'm never, never coughed that hard 
Bro, I'm never going in public without a mask again. Like, I, I don't know, man. I Train robber styles. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to create some very sexual. Gonna... I'm going to be Zorro okay. all the time. Sexy Zorro. I was going to say yeah. you should get a shirt that says bandit on it. And then you just walk around with a mask and the shirt says bandit. Jay, I'm not going to advertise my banditry. criminality. I feel like you if should. Anyone, otherwise if you just anyone think you're should safe. get, if anyone uh, should get the word bandit no, bro, on their shirt, bro, it missing. should be the here, U.S. government. Here, yes, but here's what you're missing about the bandit imagery, and then, then let's get into that. But uh, <laughs> here's what you're missing about the bandit imagery. Uh, everyone likes a bad boy. I feel like you you need to you need to lean I can into be a bad boy it. Like you're not that's- you're not advertising you're not advertising criminality for the cops. You're advertising criminality. Uh, for the hotties who are like, ah, oh, you know what I want? I just want a bad boy to rough me up a little bit. That's who you could be. You could be that bad boy. Yeah, but who, in and, most and places, you have a shirt that says bandit. In most places, I can express the bad boyness by like, I don't know, if I'm in like a a place where weed is legal, I like smoke a joint at a bus stop, and people are like, okay. oh, uh. Well, that's that's one element, but if you have a mask on, how are you smoking a joint? I have a special joint hole that connects not bad to a boyish. Straw. That is not that is not bad. <laughs> that's not bad boy. No one's no one's like, oh no, look at that person who put a special <laughs> hole in his mask so he could smoke a cigarette. Such a badass. No one's thinking that. That's what I'm saying. You gotta if you have the mask on with the bandit shirt, the green hair, maybe a cool ass pair of shades. Like a a full length leather duster, maybe go shirtless. I don't know. Your your call. I feel like that's badass. And then it's like, oh, okay. I want to know this person. I guess you can't be a shirtless duster. if the shirt is bandit. So you get yeah, a duster, full length leather duster. Has to be leather. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just wearing a trench coat. Full length leather duster. Shirt says bandit. Green hair. Shades. Casually at a bus stop. Maybe a backpack. I feel like if you have a backpack, it also must be leather as well and the same color as the duster. No, the duster, duster can be brown the or duster black. just has lots of pockets. There you go. Lots of pockets. If you're wearing a duster, you don't need a bag. It should have pockets. There you go. Now tell me that's not badass. That that's badass. And that just sure. that screams badass. That screams badass with a harder goal. Like I feel <laughs> like you would rob someone but then give it to the poor. That's what I expect you from don't, that person. I think Jay though, like when you when you talk about a duster, you're talking about a duster as a person who is six foot fucking six. I'm five foot three. <laughs> a duster. They fit different. <laughs> on me, I look, that's- I look like I got into my fucking father's closet. Like, it's not sexy. <laughs> it's it, not it would sexy. Look like the other, it was like the other kid whose shoulders you were standing on ran off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not okay, hot. I, I, I'll just, I'll just end up looking like a dude who's like way too into anime. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna yeah, work. Yeah. Well, in that case, lean into it. Then take a sword with you. Uh, combat boots. Ugh. You know, I feel like, I feel like you, ha- you're, you're on your way. Okay. All right. Let's. That's not. That's not what our podcast is about. It's not about <laughs> how uh, V can snag baddies who are looking for badasses. See what I did there? Um, what, what I thought would be good for us to talk about today uh, is, so here's the thing. I have been seeing, and I've said this too multiple times, uh, that our government has done nothing when it comes to COVID. Yeah. And I thought today uh, for this podcast when I was prepping, I was like, you know what? I'll look up just how much nothing our government has done. And I'll be like, look at all this nothing our government has how done. How can you prove a negative, uh, Jay? Huh? I'm going to prove it. How with can you absence. prove that nothing didn't happen? You know what the I'm saying? Absence, that's why. So, but here's the thing I can't because things happen. It's like our government actually has done things. 
and this isn't like uh, the start of me becoming conservative Jay. No, uh, <laughs> this is not that. Uh, but I feel like this is an opportunity for us uh, to to learn from our past mistakes, and we've we've made we've made some. Sure. And so here's what I here's what I did. Uh, v, I shared this link with you. I mm-hmm. found in my researching uh, that Ballopedia has an index of every action the federal government has taken since the start of COVID. Oh, dear. Is it a lot? Uh, It starts on January 31st, 2020. Now, V, if I had told you that I had this, how long do you think this list would be? Like like five things, right? Five bullet I, points. I, uh, seriously, I'm not, even, I'm not even bullshitting when I said this. I thought I was going to find a five bullet point list. Uh, PPP, uh, states, uh, benefits for staying yeah. for unemployment. Yeah. Paid leave. Yeah. That's what we did. The right? tax rebate. The tax uh-huh. rebate. And didn't PPP happen twice or did we talk about it and not do it? I can't remember, but I thought I it would be no like idea. that. That was the, that was the list that I, I had in my mind of like actions. And I think what has happened and this is, is this is key. Uh, we are negating action, uh, with, um, positive things done to combat COVID. Sure. That's not, that's not, that's not, uh, that's not the only definition for actions as, as Ballotopedia has so, uh, graciously proven to us. To give you an <laughs> example of what an action is on COVID, let's just talk about the very first action that happened on January 31st of 2020. Uh, you know, I feel like if there were time machines that should take you back in time past this time, like this would still take like the same amount of time. Like it would be like a year still to get by 2020. Every other yeah. year would go by in seconds, but then it hit 2020. It's like, all right, we got to wait a year because it's just, it's so long. Um, in January 31st of 2020, the very first action that the federal government took was the Trump administration announced a travel ban on China from by foreign, uh, by foreign nationals. Okay. You know, it's... So- so I basically, have to say, it's it's ironic because you know I remember like in the beginning of the pandemic, Trump was all like "you change babies," in like all the other racist things, and mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, it makes me it's hard not to cry looking at it. But the amount of COVID deaths in China, and China has a fucking lot of people. Okay, it's yeah, billion. famously they have a, a billion large population um i mean there's nothing to do in china literally but fuck so i mean they, like not but fuck but like they have had they've had forty six thousand deaths forty six thousand three hundred thirty six deaths i'm sorry could you repeat that again i feel like you Four might have missed a number are you reading that correctly are you dyslexic six hundred and thirty six deaths four thousand yes How, okay four thousand Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one more time. Did you say uh four uh four thousand six hundred four thousand was, was it not? You sure you don't mean like four hundred thousand? Nope, four thousand compared to us. Uh, eighty. Oh, our death toll. Eight hundred. What is our death toll? You say eight hundred and forty six thousand six hundred forty seven. Uh, actually, incorrect. We're at 864,000 now. Oh, well, shit. Well, we added 2,672 in the last day. Damn. Shit. Um, the uh, world is at 5.58 million. So China's doing pretty good. Pretty damn good. Um, it's funny because when, when people, when people like, I, I know it was like Shenzhen, China, they've had eight deaths mm-hmm. or something so far. And I just like... Which, by the way, I guess we should point out that even though we're, we're, I mean, it's a comparison, right? 4,000 yeah. deaths is not 
uh, good. That that's still a tra- that's still a tragedy for that that, that nation. Uh, but comparatively, and I I'm not no I'm not comparing tragedies, but the numbers comparatively are yeah. percentage wise different. I, well, I think we can say that, right? It's yeah, and it's and it's interesting because I've noticed whenever I mention, you know, just uh, sometimes I'll mention to people like, oh yeah, you know, Shenzhen, China only had eight deaths, and they'll immediately be like, well, the Chinese government is authoritarian and free speech doesn't exist there, and I'm like, have you? But you live here. Have you looked out outside but, late, lately? Oh, I'll take a I'll take it a step further because I feel like here's the here's the better argument. So what you're telling me is an authoritarian government fucking works against a pandemic? Like <laughs> free speech hasn't done shit for us. And all the all the fucking like free speech bullshit and all the like f- individual freedom bullshit and like every individual has to re- regulate themselves. That shit doesn't work. Look where <laughs> we are. The last two and a half years, individuals have been regulating themselves and we're at 864,000 deaths. The Chinese government regulated itself and they're at 4,600. Yeah. Bitch, you lost. They we, paid we people lost. to stay I'm sorry, home. not you. We they, lost. They send them They send them boxes of food and shit and it's just, it kind of made me uh, really emotional to see that because it's like you have this large group of people who are who have managed you know you see these fucking uh like disaster movies and shit and they're like oh yeah the world is gonna come together and shit and it's just like no we didn't come together no and uh, one other thing by the way about that argument is that that is really a stupid fucking fallacy to me um like if anything, when people say people that they're, should they're call implying the american virus <laughs> well at this point yes it is ours we took it um but <laughs> the, the thing that, that's flu. really annoying to me about that i was gonna say the patriot pox <laughs> gotta get that alliteration baby <laughs> um but the thing that's really annoying to me all right not even annoying just that, that i hate about that argument is that you're implying that we have to take all of what china is as authoritarian government and t- to it to take just the one good part Right. right. So we we don't have to be completely authoritarian across the board like China, but that one thing they did about the, about the pandemic, pretty fucking good. Maybe we should do what they did instead of what we did. And yeah. like j- just like like I would argue people who are Muslim in this country, if they were to compare the treatment of Muslims in this country to the treatment of Muslims in China, specifically the Uyghurs, I think that they would argue that while uh the treatment in China is much worse that they don't want all of the American government. They just want the treatment part, like the part where like well, the government technically also, legally protects them. Well, also though, like people are like, oh yeah, the Chinese have like this, you know, uh, there's a human rights violations against the Uyghurs. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure there are people in our country who are yep. enduring human rights violations because of their uh, religion or the way they look uh, or the way that they live their life. Not to mention the ones that we support overseas and in other countries uh, all the time. So like the, the all of those arguments, again, well, that's a straw man argument. And the next time someone says that, you'd be like, hey, that's a straw man fallacy. Uh, all, all you're doing is just making an argument against something else. You're, you're saying that this is like, well, what about this? And Listen, like, you no get drunk. That. You get drunk on fucking. What's that fucking? You get know. drunk you on Christmas beverages it. and try to argue this with a marine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I used to. Uh, <laughs> so the very first thing was a travel ban. V. Uh, do you know yeah. what the very first uh, actual like COVID? 
based law was. Oh, the actual first like thing that they introduced into okay. the very first legislation. Yeah. So what? Do you, it, do you remember didn't it? Did you just say it was the travel ban? No, that's not legislation. That was an executive action. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. Trump, 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 Trump. Um, um, um. It was no, I don't know. Okay, that's cool. So this happened in March sixteenth, twenty twenty. Which, by the way, uh, that is my anniversary. Oh. <laughs> I got married on this day uh, in 2019. But in March 16, 2020, uh, the U.S. House actually passed the very first coronavirus relief bill. And they sent it to the United States, uh, United States Senate for consideration. The bill included free coronavirus testing, which is why to this day, I think you don't pay for your coronavirus tests. Though I think it may have changed a little bit. Now it's like an insurance thing. It's very uh, spotty. <clears throat> it's very spotty. It's, weird. <laughs> it's very weird. If somebody who gets tested um, regularly... Very spotty. There were. It also provided two weeks of paid sick leave because, as we have discussed on this show before, America does not have paid sick leave. We yep. are a third world country. Um, and paid family and medical leave. Again, another thing that this country does not have. Uh, so that was uh in March 16th of 2020. They sent it to the Senate, and then it was signed into law and passed by the Senate. How many days do you think went by before that was signed? It was passed in the U.S. House, which, as you know. Uh, at this point was the more uh, Democrat ran uh-huh. p- branch of the legislative uh, Democrat uh, Democrat ran house I'm of the legislative say, branch. Excuse me. I'm gonna, I remember it taking a long time. I'm going to say it took two months. Two months, you say? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Trump signed the coronavirus relief bill, H.R. 6201, into law after it was passed by the U.S. Senate on March 18th of 2020. Oh, so two, two days. Days. I was close. They did it in close. two days. I you, said two. You had the number right. <laughs> yeah, you had the number right. That's what counts, there. baby. The number. All we got to do now is just go back and post, put you saying days in, and then people won't go. even know except for this entire Excellent. spill where I explained what I was going to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> two days, though. And, and I want to I want to make that note here. Though, here, let me give you let me give you let me give you a clear cut so you, when you you can paste this in days. All right, go. I, <laughs> Let me I get one did. more time. Give, give, give me another one that's a little less. That's too poppy. Too poppy. Give me less. Less. Days. I don't think you know <laughs> what poppy means. <laughs> I, I thought I thought I would go to so metal. You know. Ah, whatever, whatever, so, so, whatever. So the, so the cut would be like you've been like two days. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. No one's gonna reckon. No one's gonna recognize that to an edit. No <laughs> one's gonna know. <laughs> it's gonna be magic. <laughs> I wanted to note that though because uh, that was pretty quick, and it, was, it should give us at least an idea of how bad things were at the time, right? Yeah, because so, you mean because the government actually did something in a reasonable time frame. Did something in t- two days is kind of wild, and they don't the thing do they anything in two days. It's two days, and think about what it was. It's a lot of spending. It's uh, two weeks of paid sick leave. It's free coronavirus testing. It's paid family and medical leave. Um, and then the next day, uh, March 19th, Senator June, not June, Senator John Thune, Stephen Daines, and Angus King filed legislation to delay the federal tax deadline and then moved it to March 17th to delay the payment of taxes so people wouldn't have to pay, you know, the federal federal taxes at this point. Um, that was more for rich people. Um, that same day as well, our favorite senator, you know, whoever, everyone loves him. He is the most beloved senator in all of America. Everyone knows him. We talk about him all the time. Uh, senator Mitch McConnell. Ew. Uh, from Kentucky. Turtle man. That, that beloved turtle of the sea. That uh, tortoise of Galapagos. No, Island. he's a land tortoise. 
His skin is far <laughs> too dry. That, yeah. Oh, God. I, he's, I want him to moisturize, and I've never, I really don't like advocating people to have plastic surgery, but that dude, <laughs> that dude needs to, that needs to, do, needs to talk to somebody. He needs to talk to somebody. Um, He introduced, however, uh, Senate Bill 3. Point, or excuse me, 3548, the Coronavirus Aid relief and economic security act and it contained the provisions that created as we all know the paycheck protection program just from the summary of that bill uh because i i do have it well did my computer lock up no it's just taking forever here's what that bill did uh and this and this again came from the senate uh it authorized emergency loans to distressed businesses including air carriers and suspend certain aviation excise taxes it establishes and provides funding for forgivable bridge loans and provides additional funding for grants and technical assistance to small businesses they provided funding for $1,200 tax rebates to individuals with an additional $500 payments per qualifying child the rebates uh, phased out at $75,000 of income, or if you were, you know, joint filers, $150,000. Um, and the bill establishes the special rules for certain tax favorite withdrawals, delays due dates for employer payroll taxes and estimated tax payments, and revises other provisions, uh, include those related to losses, charitable deductions, and business interests regarding taxes. And for healthcare, here's what it did. It provided additional funding for the prevention, diagnosis, and treatment of COVID-19. It limits liability for volunteer, volunteer healthcare professionals. It prioritizes Food and Drug Administration review of certain drugs. It allows emergency use of certain diagnostic tests that are not approved by the FDA. It expanded healthcare, excuse me, health insurance coverage for diagnostic testing, it requires coverage for preventative services and vaccines. And it revises other provisions, including those regarding the medical supply chain, the national stockpile, the healthcare workforce, the Healthy Start program, the telehealth services, nutrition services, Medicare and Medicaid. And for education, it suspended payments for the federal student loans. And it revises provisions related to campus-based aid, supplemental educational opportunity grants, federal work studies, subsidized loans, Pell Grants, and foreign institutions. Essentially, uh, there are things that you have to be able to do to keep those and not pay them back. But if you couldn't go to school and finish school because of COVID, you'd be strapped with paying back grants and loans. But they made it so that you wouldn't have to do that. Nice. A lot of stuff. But here is what I hate about all of this in in its entirety. (laughs) Um, so first of all, I feel like this bill uh, does a great job for people who have businesses. And that's great. I get yeah. that. The economy is a thing. And then until we finally get over this obsession with capitalism, Unless you have, have an to, like, adult business or do uh, something legal like porn, then you you yeah. were ex- explicitly excluded from the PPE loans. The the, the triple P loans also excluded. Uh, it was uh, sex workers. And there was another prov- uh, a couple other industries that were excluded. And I cannot remember them now. God damn it. But but let's talk about what it didn't do. So first, it gave all this money to businesses, which is great. Um, I'm glad the businesses were able to get, but I, I, first of all, let me rephrase that. It provided loans to businesses. Right. Did not actually give them money. They are going to have to pay this back. It did the same thing to citizens. It didn't give us 1200 They just forwarded us 1200 in tax rebates. We're going to have to pay Wait, that money what? back. Yeah, people don't realize that. That money was a tax rebate. It was not, and I cannot stress this enough, it was not. It was not a payout. It was not a stimulus payment in the form of like that, like Bush gave us like 600 Not that like Bush is great. But in both of those instances, not only is that tax rebate a bad idea, because uh, I don't know about you, 
the That's pandemic so didn't end for us. Yeah, the pandemic didn't end for all of us. Uh, the pandemic end, didn't end for any of us. Uh, and so, like now, all when when we file our taxes, that twelve hundred is going to impact us. So I don't, feel like don't I'm just. That. I feel like I'm just in a, like a really much more boring version of The Walking Dead. Oh my god! Right? It's the worst. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is that still twelve hundred dollars is still not just enough. Surrounded by people not wearing masks. Right. I mean, it's it's just like like people have said before that now we're pretty sure like all the zombie movies where someone gets bit and doesn't say anything. Now we know that people would do that. Oh, um, dude. I mean, I I I knew before all this that we weren't probably in a good place because I've had people who I'm like, hey, I have an STI. You should get checked, and they're like, no, I don't need to. Like testing's for people who don't want to know they have STIs. I don't have any um, symptoms yet. I'm not snarling for human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh v we gotta take a break yeah when we come back we are going to discuss more of what more the laws. actual federal government did yeah more of what the federal government did for COVID and how uh i guess it wasn't good enough that's the entire point right it was mm-hmm. not good enough we are all zombies and it's their We're goddamn all fault gonna uh, die someday dun, 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 dun. we'll be back from break hey It's Frown Town. We're back. That's who we are. Um, yeah. And we're joined by special guest Rocco. Rocco. Who you guys can't see. And I guess unless he barks, you won't hear. He's not going to bark unless someone comes to the door. Oh, man. The perfect time for someone to come to the door. No one's going to come <laughs> to the door. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about uh, what the federal government has done. And... In response to uh, coronavirus, uh, specifically COVID-19, and um, we, we also kind of talked about just COVID in general, how uh, it's now very much an American virus because we have taken it. it. It is, we appropriated We COVID. took it and um, ran. We, we took it. It was like, this is, COVID's ours now. Uh, and then we talked about the, the very first coronavirus relief bill that was uh, passed in, in two days. And made into law, which is wild. Uh, and right before we went to break, we kind of talked a little bit about the CARES Act, which actually did also get passed. Um, <clears throat> v, there was another yes. coronavi- coronavirus relief package. Where you do you remember that one? I got the twelve hundred dollar one. Right there was there were there was another one. The uh, the Senate oh, pa- voted ninety six to zero uh, to pass the third coronavirus relief package, which it included individual payments of twelve hundred dollars for individuals who are making up to seventy five thousand dollars annually. Wow! Yeah, and that that the Senate passed that. <laughs> the House. <coughs> Excuse me, the Senate passed that on March 23rd. The House on March 26th, uh, Pelosi said that the House would approve the third coronavirus relief package. On the 27th, the House passed the legislation by a voice vote, and then Trump signed it into law. So 23rd to 27th, four days, uh, $1,200 payments were tossed out to all of us. We all got $1,200. Four, four days. What Four days. What'd you do with your twelve hundred? Did you? Uh, I, I paid yeah, did you, rent, dude. Yeah, you survived. That's what we all did I with our twelve hundred. We all fucking survived. I fucking paid rent, bro. <laughs> yeah, as much as I could, at least. Um, here is what uh, I will say. So it, again, part of how I started this was we. It's unfair for us to say, not even unfair. I think it's just inaccurate for us to say that the Amer- American government didn't do anything to combat coronavirus. I think the thing that we can say without a shadow of a doubt is that they did not do enough. I think we started off with, and this is something that I, f- I feel like uh, we're going to be highlighting 
a lot in general when we talk about American law just because of the nature of, of the way our system is set up. But we start off with like the timing shows that we start off with the intentions of actually helping people. Yeah. Right? This is like, uh, so March uh, 16th was the very first legislation introduced. This was a time when like shit was for real hitting the fan. Now, granted, uh, this would have been dope if it had been in like in December when we all knew about this shit. Well, let me rephrase this. When right. the government knew about this shit. Oh, you mean when they did that stuff and then they, they like traded, like did got made yeah. money? Yeah. When they all went and bought stock in medical companies and all just like made a shit ton of money. And then that's going to get me started down the line of how many of them took advantage of the uh, whole loan program and how like the CARES Act, uh, which I guess it does tie into what I was saying before we went to break. The CARES Act really was just a way to put money in the pockets of people who were already rich. And I'm not trying to knock small business owners. I understand. I know small business owners and I love y'all. Uh, not just the ones I know, but also all of y'all in general. And I understand that that, again, in the world we live in, that that's a necessity. But there were greater stakes than just businesses. And I feel like there was more attention given oh, you to mean like maintaining the economy. people's actual lives? Yeah, because I mean, who's going to buy your products or, you know, your services if, if they're dead? There's... 864,000 people who are not ever going to be customers ever again. And yeah. I mean, if, if we had taken that route, maybe we should have approached it as that was like, hey, how can we keep the, enough people on earth to be customers ever? And I feel like we took this approach of, well, first of all, we all know that this, this, this was fumbled terribly at the beginning by the Trump administration, but we can't blame them entirely. Like there was action taken, but it wasn't enough. And part of that was, I don't know if you remember uh, during March when we were in the thick of the goddamn pandemic, when people were I fighting was in about San how Francisco. much money- I, oh, that's right. <laughs> it was it was it was actually wild because like because of all like the racist bullshit, like Chinatown yeah, was people, deserted. So like were there were no Asians lines for this time period. Yeah, like but there were also like there are no lines for the food. Oh. Um, but it was it was that's really sad. weird. It was really fucking weird because that's the thing is like these the, like these folks should have been making money. Do you remember? But people were not hanging out in Chinatown because of all of like the racist sentiments. But like the Chinese people, were... when I went to Chinatown, I saw more masks there than I did anywhere where else. Well, it's actually pretty common to wear masks within, and I guess I can only speak for Korea because that's where I live. So in Korea, where I yeah. lived, it was pretty common to wear masks as you went from place to place, especially in Seoul. Some of the times it was because there were so many flus going around, so people would wear medical masks to kind of protect themselves from that but also yeah. sometimes you wear masks just because the pollution was so bad in Seoul right. that if you were just wearing a mask to try to help filter some of that out so it's not culturally stigmatized the way it became here and it definitely wasn't right. politicized the way it became like it became here but what i was going to ask was while you were in san francisco during everything happening do you remember how much argument there was uh specifically amongst the senate and the house about how much money they should give each american and how the dollar oh, amounts yeah. were wildly ranging from like five hundred dollars all the way up to like i think it, like the highest i remember saying was somewhere around 4800 uh and then i think the lowest i saw was like 500 and that was like of course from the republican side of course of course um i but, mean it's regardless of what they picked, it was like nothing compared to the aid that people in a lot of places got. Like, well, people in other countries got, yeah, and, and also not just that, but I think it's it's it's. I think we can make the argument that it just wasn't enough. Like, it was myopic uh, or short sighted of them to only give, uh, like I think a total of of twenty four hundred because I mean, if we were only going to be in the pandemic for maybe six months that makes sense but 
after what a year and a half now we still are kind of stuck in this and because we're still in this after a year and a half it's still a whole thing (laughs) yeah and it's still like really blatantly clear that that just wasn't enough and again even even though there it is it should be noted things happen it just wasn't enough and and the the argument and the fighting about how much money to give and how much money to spend i feel like it's it feels like bullshit now when you realize that you were arguing while eight hundred sixty four thousand people were dying and continue Uh to die Let's talk about other things that the federal government did. We're only going to spend time talking about uh, one other thing that the Trump administration did. Um, April 24th, 2020, President Donald Trump signed a $484 billion aid package that Congress passed earlier in the week. Part of this package included a second round of funding for the Paycheck Protection Program. Additional $320 billion was allocated to that program. That package, by the way, uh, increased funding for small business loans, hospitals, and for testing. Okay. That's the last thing we're going to talk about for the Trump administration because even though they have a lot of actions here, there really wasn't uh, anything truly of note. Like they're, like, right. like in August 3rd of 2020, President Trump signed an executive order that made permanent certain regulatory changes that expanded telehealth services, especially in rural areas. Like that's sort of significant, but also kind of not. Yeah. This is, and the reason it's not significant, if it, just in case you're wondering, like, why am I being a dick to Trump? I mean, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you don't have to wonder that. But uh, the reason I would say that that isn't significant is uh, this was in August of 2020. We we have been, we're what, seven months, eight months into the pandemic when they yeah. first were like, hey, we should make it easier for people to visit the doctor via uh-huh. the internet. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't account for we should make it easier for people to visit the doctor because how are they going to pay for it? How can they afford it? Right. What if they don't have internet? There's a lot of like real fucked up situations that are occurring just in that little realm. Where like it just wasn't enough, and because it was so insignificant and so little in the case of of just helping someone, for instance, who needed to go to the doctor, not even in a COVID situation, just needs to see a doctor to you know regular checkup, maybe even just mm-hmm. like hey hurt my hurt my shoulder, I need someone to look at it, get an opinion, find out if I need to go get an MRI, find out what I need to do. I mean, I broke my it arm in almost- April of 2020, and it was a disaster. <laughs> That is the thing I was thinking as I was talking about that is like, that's why I was such, I was like, I don't want to be was blatant and be like, insane. what about my elbow? Insane. But yeah. Yeah. And I'm really and, lucky. And that, you're I'm in really a place. lucky that I had health insurance because I looked at the bill recently and it was like over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Cause it's health, healthcare in general is expensive as fuck. And mm-hmm. uh, again, I don't think it is unfair for us to at any point even ask for something to be done about that. So let's jump into Biden's administration and we are going to talk about what Joe Biden did. Uh, interestingly enough, v, we talked about what Joe Biden did very early in the game uh, on this show. We did a whole episode about this. So we, we yep. don't have to, fortunately, fortunately we did that. So we don't have to spend a uh-huh. lot of time talking about this. But let's talk about what Joe Biden did. Um, interestingly enough, it hasn't been uh, legislative, which is something to note. But on January 21st, 2021, which should be significant uh, because um, I think Joe Biden took office in what was like, January 20th. <laughs> so yeah. 
Second day in office, he signed eight executive orders, two directives, and one memorandum. Uh, this should sound a little familiar because we talked about these. There was an executive order on sustainable public health supply chain, a memorandum to extend federal support to governor's use of the National Guard to respond to COVID-19, executive order on establishing the COVID-19 pandemic testing board and ensuring a sustainable public health workforce, executive order on improving and expanding access to care and treatments for COVID-19, the executive order on ensuring data-driven response to COVID-19 and future high-consequence public health threats, the executive order on supporting and reopening and continuing operation of schools and early childhood education providers, the executive order on protecting worker health and safety the executive uh-huh. order on promoting COVID 19 safety in domestic and international travel hang in with me i got two more the executive order on ensuring an equitable pandemic response and recovery and the national security directive on united states global leadership to strengthen the international COVID 19 response and to advance global health security and biological preparedness all of that was aimed at at strengthening the international response at, to the pandemic, at strengthening schools, at making sure that children got brought back to the classroom. Because fun fact, at this point in January 21st, 2021, uh, we, and by we, I mean the collective nation of America, uh, was hurting for, huh? Us. <laughs> yeah, us. Us. U.S. Giggle. U.S. Uh, <laughs> was... <laughs> We were in a bad place uh, to go to work because the economy was ground to a halt. Remember that? When stuff was just shut the fuck down? I don't because yes. nothing shut down. Well, um, no. I mean, you remember Seattle, though. There Seattle was a, did yeah, shut Seattle down. Seattle shut down. Because Seattle we shut were down for first, a solid two months. We were one of the first places to really get hit. So True. But that's and, what I'm realizing. And it shut down. As Wait, I, so, say as that again, I, but in mic. No, just start over in the mic. Oh. Uh, get, get to, yeah. We got shut down like... What was it? Uh, we were one of the first to get hit. March 5th. No, March 6th. Because uh, I remember I got back from Hawaii uh, March 5th and had to go to work. And I remember feeling weird about being at work because there was a dude at my job who was coughing. And I was like, hey, man, what's that cough? I remember people from other parts in the country calling me and being like, hey, is everything okay? Like... and like uh so i i called out from work on march 6th but then i called it to work on march 6th and then i did a show in front of like 120 people Mm -hmm. and i remember being like man this is hypocritical (laughs) i i really was like man this is this is such a hypocritical move for me to be like i won't go to my day job but get me on stage Uh um but uh, having said that, I feel like at this point, though, I know for a fact, like like uh, like we did shut down. But I know I remember at this point, uh, the economy was having an issue and Biden yeah. was trying to like jumpstart that economy. And it worked. I will say this, that it worked. Uh, people got vaccinated. That was one thing that happened. There were all these executive actions to increase supply chains. That helped uh, specifically public health supply chains. So respirators and masks were an issue. Remember at the start of January 2021 where we couldn't get masks or yep. respirators and people were freaking the fuck out. That did I solve was like, that. I was digging around trying to see if I still had like my old respirator from when I used to like work in the metal shop. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they also drove uh, more people into getting vaccinated. Vax- vaccinated. Uh, yeah. They did a federal moratorium on February 16th, 2021, Joe Biden extended a federal moratorium on home foreclosures for federally backed mortgages all the way until June 30th. Uh, so essentially, if you could not pay your mortgage, if you had a FDIC insured mortgage federally backed, um, then you could uh, not pay your mortgage until June 30th, which did help relieve some issues for some people. Supposed to help relieve mainly landlords, which is annoying, but... Yeah. February 27th, 
2021. The U.S. voted 219 to 212 to pass the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. It is a $1.9 trillion package that includes $1,400 relief checks to eligible individuals, an extension of unemployment benefits, economic relief to state and local governments, and funding for COVID-19 testing and vaccinations. The bill also, as the House passed it, the bill also included a provision that will increase that would increase the federal minimum wage to from $15 an hour, excuse me, not from, to $15 an hour by 2025. 219 Democrats voted for the bill in the House. In the House. I just want to say, like, it's just... It reminds me of that, um, uh, like, uh, that, that moment, it, that Lucille Bluth meme, where it's like, how much can a banana cost? $10? Like, they're yeah. just like, oh, how much do people need to live on for the next six months? $1,400? $1,400? Sure. That sounds right. That's enough, right? How much do people pay That's a lot of money. And I'm not saying that $1,400 isn't a lot of money. There are people, like, $1,400 can change your life in the right what? circumstance. <laughs> but I'm also saying that, like, that's a lot that's not a lot of money the way that things are priced these days well that and like again kind of like our point in all of this is it's not that nothing was done it's just not enough right and fourteen hundred dollars is is a lot depending upon uh what you are planning to do with it if it's just like if i have everything covered my rent is covered i have a job and my food is covered and you plop fourteen hundred dollars in my hand that's a lot more money but if i have you're to gonna buy a nintendo switch have, like everything everyone did yeah i said everybody wait too but 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 my point is is that if you already have everything paid and covered 1400 doesn't really it, it's 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 not that much but if you don't have anything already 1400 feels like it's a lot but truly for most people 1400 no, maybe a month's it worth did, it didn't even feel like that much because like yeah the moment i got it it was just like okay bill 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 bills. bill bill it wasn't a, I, a month's worth it, of bills basically my my 1400 went nowhere uh, well i don't even think i actually got that one but whatever fucking money they gave me whatever money the they did give me um, i think I, I got the 1200 when i got that 1200 everybody's like oh i'm gonna buy this thing i'm gonna buy it and nintendo or whatever the fuck i was like i need to pay rent i need to uh you know get basics like i didn't it wasn't splurge money it was gone the moment it was in my account and it wasn't going back into the economy it wasn't helping jumpstart anything and that's what i'm saying it's what you plan to do with it so if if that 1400 is this is all you have to survive period it's not enough money because you have to pay rent and you have to have food and you have to in a lot of places you live you have to have a car you have to be able to get gas and insurance for the car and there's a lot of other things that come with that but if you already have everything taken care of and someone gives you 1400 then it's it's also kind of like it's like a lot of money then because it's like yo i can if i just want to like get something for 1400 i can yeah. get a lot for 1400 uh but if i have to survive on 1400 is a lot harder i guess that's that's what i was trying to say if, if i wasn't yeah. super clear here's what happened with that 1400 payout by the way let's just go ahead and clarify that uh the u.s senate voted to pass the american rescue act along party lines 50 to 49 however the version of the bill that passed uh in the house did not include an amendment to increase the minimum wage 
It also reduced the number of individuals eligible to receive the $1,400 relief checks by lowering the income threshold for individuals and married recipients. So uh, for instance, I didn't get the $1,400 check because I make too much money. Um, I don't think my wife got it because she also makes too much money. Oh, that was so, we make so much money. Look at us. But here, here's what's, here's what's Power interesting about couple. that. So I know how much, Ooh. we're not. But that's the thing, we're really not. And in the area that we live in, we are. I won't say that we're 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 poor. We're you know middle class. I guess if that's how you think of it. Sure. But in this area, we are. If I were right. anywhere else, I would be bragging about how I was like Jay Z and Bay yeah. Beyonce too. Because it's it's like we we make a lot of money for every place else. Right. We don't right. make a lot for here. Right. Right. And that's kind of why I think it's a little fucked that it wasn't like uh, uh, adjusted for cost of living in areas. Because think about how many people who make like you could make a hundred thousand in San Francisco. Oh, actually, absolutely. Are you doing well? Yeah, four fourteen hundred or twelve hundred dollars goes a lot further in like fucking Tennessee than it does in yeah. San Francisco. And, uh, and, and also another point to be made is like like we just said, if you, you can a hundred thousand dollars a year is a lot of money for most people as a salary. But if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you have to live in San Francisco, that's not that much. And I think yeah. it's hard for people to comprehend that you know if you because six figures is like the the thing that you want, and that's what right. hundred thousand is. Oh, it's six figures a year. Like I, I'm making six figures a year, but you can be barely be getting by on six figures a year because of how much it costs to live in San Francisco. And I mean, I, right. I'm not, I'm not saying like I, I'm, I'm hard up and give me money. But what I am saying is that I think there are some people who, because I, and I, not even people. Let's just use me. So I have not always made this much money. I know how much <laughs> I made previously. Uh, and there was a point when I was making what many people considered, and what I also considered when I first moved here, really good money. In fact, we'll go with the job that I started with, and I'm comfortable dropping my income. I feel like I can't drop it because there's also like if you know my, my income exactly, there's things you can get to. Uh, with my name and my income so i won't drop my my income now but i will say what i made uh when i first moved here so when i first moved here i moved here for a job that was making sixty five thousand a year and coming from alabama i was like yeah what the fuck bro like i'm i'm like money and i'm, I'm just like literally i'm like celebrating my best year in seattle i made like so it's it sixty nine thousand, which i was like nice but the thing yeah. was is that like I remember hearing the number because I have my like um the person who did my books at the time was like yeah this is how much you made and I was like wow and then I was like the fuck did all that money go it's so expensive it's so yeah. expensive to live in Seattle it is or or actually I feel like I feel like we can expand that it's very expensive to live around uh most of the major cities so it's expensive to live in New York it's expensive to live in San Francisco it's expensive to live in LA it's expensive to live in Seattle it's getting expensive to live in Portland it's not as expensive as, as some of the major but it's getting expensive to live in Portland uh it's expensive to live in, in most of the major cities along the coast I will say like major cities uh in the south though for understand Atlanta is getting a little pricey but a lot of the major cities like in the south that are away from the coast it, that's not the case but a lot of the coast big cities major cities you are going to pay more to live there right. so all of this is to say that i feel like um if, if i had to to criticize anything about this by the way it was signed into law but a lot of people didn't get this it also didn't uh really do anything about um the minimum wage which i think was which i think honestly we're dealing with right now oh you mean the minimum wage like we, which hasn't been raised in what 13 14 years hasn't been raised in so long i can't remember i believe 2008 was the last time that the minimum wage was raised federally 
and and the thing that is yeah i think it was like that's that's the last time i think it was raised but the thing that is wild about this is well first of all obviously the cost of living has gone up at a much faster pace but uh what also is wild about this is right now everyone is having this big complaint about how like people are walking out of jobs and and how like oh well we and they they actually want to increase i think they have increased the federal wage since then right it went up to 15 or at least there's talks of it going up to 15 uh, there, but the federal minimum it, wage is not fifteen dollars. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying that there's there's talks of it going up to fifteen, and the response right. to that was inflation. The response right. to that was uh, they, they just immediately like, well, if you're gonna charge, make us start paying more, then we're gonna, and, and it's fucked because really that that doesn't make sense. It's right. There are other places. Well, I just saw like so the there was this like I saw this post from this electrician, and he was saying that because of the union, the like international electrician union that negotiated with his job he got like a like 150 percent raise overnight he went from making like 750 an hour or 1750 an hour to 48 dollars an hour nice. uh just because there was a union and, th- and that's the thing is they immediately started paying that and the realization was that this company always had the money to pay that they just didn't yep. because they wanted to put their profits into i don't know fucking buying yachts or some bullshit well, I mean, that, and that's the point. Uh, there are other ways to incur, like, to incur those expenses and, and, like, you know, basically eat those expenses. And one of those would be uh, cutting down on profits, that profit sharing amongst states, shareholders, and also uh, executive level. So, essentially, I, I don't know how much you know about the pay that executive execs, like, I guess like executive officers get, but it is an insane amount of money that is typically attached to like stock options. So it's just like, uh, oh, instead of giving me, and that's what stock options are. It's like, instead of giving me, you know, all of my cash and money, as you know, from Starbucks, you can opt to be like, all right, give me this much in stock of the company. Right. And what ends up happening is uh, most of the time they'll take that because the stock pays dividends. And if you have X amount of stock uh, and you buy it all this year, salary next year you're gonna have the dividend and plus the salary of more stock coming in so essentially it's just a stupid amount of money that you end up getting paid um long story short inflation shouldn't be the answer or shouldn't be what happens when the wage goes up you should just stop paying ceos who don't do much i'm not saying ceos don't do things they just don't do as much as they they don't do 300 times as much as the people who work in your company so they shouldn't get paid 300 times as much i feel like that's 100 percent normal and fair the only other thing that we can talk about about joe biden uh, that, because I mean, all this stuff kind of happened, but uh, like j- just like this year, and I don't want to recap the year, but do you remember in May uh, where Joe Biden announced a goal of getting 70% of Americans at least partially vaccinated by the 4th of July? Yeah, I remember that. And then uh, he told pharmacies that who are part of the federal vaccine program to start offering vaccinations without an appointment. Yep. He announced the states would no longer be able to offer or excuse me, carry over unused vaccine doses from one week to the next and those other doses would get real reallocated to states with a higher demand uh and so they would make this big push to get a lot of people vaccinated um do you remember if we made it in july uh it depends on what state you're talking about because <laughs> i know places yeah. like washington state is 85 percent vaccinated but places like texas is uh 56 last i checked so all of the united states did not make it to 70 percent uh, Washington <laughs> itself did not make it to 70% before oh, July didn't. 4th. I oh, think before July 4th. Got it. King County did. So I think, uh, uh. And, and what has happened throughout this, and I think this is another thing that, um, I, 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 
I feel like we kind of have to blame this on leadership to an extent, and it's because we 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 uh, po- politicize everything. Oh wait, I just wanted to, I want to update in Texas at least uh, uh people who have at least one dose of the vaccine is sixty nine percent. So uh, okay, eh, yeah, nice. There you go. So like I feel like uh, this is sort of leadership's fault because we politicized or at least leadership politicized everything, um, specifically masking vaccinations, and instead of it just being something that was a neutral. Uh, thing that people could do to like get out of the pandemic so as it as in hey want to get out of the pandemic wear a mask get vaccinated we'll let you know when it's over instead of that it was became oh, this I'm thing sorry. uh i i need to correct washington state was only 69 percent. also nice uh yeah. so instead of it just being that uh like you know hey wear a mask get vaccinated once cases reach below uh an r rate of under you know negative one right. where we're not just spreading it around to everyone then we can come out of this because we didn't get that kind of clear leadership and guidance. Yeah. Essentially, uh, things just, shit just ran amok. And some of that is, some of that we can blame, obviously, on Trump and the administration that was there and how they just kind of shit showed everything. But like, as much as I want to just blame it on that, there are still, uh, actually, you know what? I guess I have to because here's the thing. How do you fucking undo it? We're so polarized now. Right. Even fucking Trump himself can't like talk his fucking followers down from the ledge. So like, I, I want to be like, there's something that this administration could do. But I mean, technically, at this point, we're just fucked. And I've, I've, I've seen there's there's this whole like, uh, there's this whole section of TikTok that's just like Americans asking people who are from the former USSR, like, what was it like when it broke down? Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was just like this. Uh, but like the... All of this is just to say this. Um, the U.S. government could have, should have done more. Yeah. And they, they didn't. Uh, it, and, and it's not solely at the feet of Trump's administration, though a lot of it is. I think the only thing we can really blame the previous administration uh, solely for is uh, the politicization. The politicization, politicization, mm-hmm. politicization, however you say that correctly, of the entire, uh, of every single, yeah, of <laughs> every single measure needed to avoid this becoming a, a crisis of epidemic proportions. Mm. But here we are. And you know what? The the wild part is, V, I, I wanted to, I, I like generally to try to end shows positively, but we're not going to be able to here for this one. Frown town. Uh, I, don't know how to, I don't know how we get out of this. Uh, yeah. Like, even if we do everything correctly and everyone cooperates, I don't know that we get out of it doing that. Like, it's, it's, and I'm going to say this and then we need to wrap because we're over time, but. I I told you this story uh, over via text. Uh, I had someone come by to pick up some couches, and they came into my house, and they yes, weren't wearing masks. I remember you were freaking out. You're like, "They're in my house. They're in my fucking house. <laughs> They're in my fucking house. They don't have masks on." And I was like, "I've I I have personally spent a lot of time indoors uh, and sacrificed. I feel uh, opportunities to do stuff. Yeah. to avoid catching COVID. And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna be pissed if like these two fuckers walk into my house and give me goddamn COVID. Uh, and, and and so, like, I tried to look up, like, all right, so what what do you do if someone walks into your house in COVID? If, like, well, walks into your house without a mask is what I looked up. And yeah. I swear to God, the responses were just, don't let people walk in your house without a mask. And I was like, no, no, no. But what happens if they do? And it was just like, <laughs> but don't. Just don't do that. 
It's like it's it's like it's like abstinence only sex ed. It's right. Like- <laughs> but like, I mean, and I get and I get that like you're like not trying to encourage people to fucking have people in your house. Okay, but like, what if I do? Can at least tell me like in an emergency situation, open a window. Like this is not safe or better. But open some windows, turn on some fans, spray uh fucking jizz in the air. I don't know. Like just fucking something. Yeah. Tell me something to do that that makes it the risk less. There's nothing out there about that so all i'm here to tell you is that there there's so little guidance in general and and it, it puts people in a place where like either you are freaking the fuck out because you don't know anything and you're just like constantly in a state of anxiety all the time or you're just at like fuck it because you don't know anything and it's like well why bother right. freaking out i don't i could freak out and be right or i could freak out and be wrong who knows there's so much conflicting there's so much and, and i feel like it's it's impossible to do the right thing at this point because what is the right thing does do we know and even if we do the right thing what's the and i guess it's not impossible to do the right thing but it's not even is there's no motivation to do it because like if i could do the right thing for the next five years and if everyone else is just gonna fuck off and do whatever what's right. the goddamn point right and, and it's <sighs> i guess it's just it's it's just how much you're ready to risk because you you don't know if you're one of those people like you could have pre-existing condition that you don't know about you know like oh i i do it's <laughs> I, I, I smoke uh every every day well I, apparently <laughs> apparently weed is supposed to help uh is it do you believe I that because i don't i, 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 I need to believe to... something i need to believe no something, i don't believe Jay, anything because the truth like, is not out there v the, i need to believe something i need to believe that weed cures covid because i smoke weed every day and i haven't had covid and I haven't been perfect. I've still had to work. I've still had to have people's hot breath in my mouth. It's, <laughs> you know what? And I, hot breath. it's, it's, yeah. uh, I've managed to get through it. I've managed to get through it without getting COVID. Well, and that's, so all of, hopefully but that's that just because I'm lucky. Yeah. But like what I'm saying and is, I have is been that able I don't... to stay home a lot more than most people. I have as well. Uh, but I, I just, I just, I, all I'm saying is this. Um, and I guess I, I, I started that entire story just to get to this point is to say that, uh, there is not a quick and easy way for us out of this anymore. We had a, a, a maybe not easy, but there, we had a faster route out of this um, at the very beginning and we, 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 we fumbled the bag. So now we are in for what is going to be most likely a long haul where it is going to be, uh, it's going to be exhausting and tiring and we are already exhausted and tired. It's going to be frustrating uh, and maddening and we're already frustrated and we're already like fucking mad. So I don't know how this gets better for any of of us uh i truly don't um but i hope everyone stays safe i hope we think about everyone else and realize that uh the oh, world let is me not just, just throw, us let me just throw this out there if you're somebody who uh you know if you want some actually like real n95 masks instead of that fake shit uh you can go to project n95.org i believe yeah i'll put That's, the link in the chat or in the you know not in the chat but in the uh description it's of the notes. A, yeah it's 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 a it's a solid i got some like legit like fucking surgical fucking masks uh they're yeah. great um go there and donate too because they're actually uh they're non-profit and they're ran just to distribute masks yeah and, so th- and all of the money just goes to the masks it, exactly so it's really great and there it's it you can know that the masks are actually real um so you're not relying on this fake shit because you know that the, they have Amazon. shown studies like if you were wearing an n95 you're actually like really fucking well protected yeah and if you wear glasses if you wear glasses even fucking more 
fucking revenge of the nerds baby uh but if you want to find us you should you should find us and talk to us about uh how you're also angry <laughs> about the government's handling of covid what, um, what, I, what i was gonna say v is how can people contact you oh okay well they can find me at uh you can find me on uh instagram or twitter or tiktok at v chatty that's uh v-e-e-c-h-a-t-t-i-e i also want to throw out there that i uh there's nothing up yet but i'm starting a new project called gay guns um so if you want information on how to uh how to you if you want to learn along with me about firearms because i'm a novice uh you can go to instagram or tiktok it's gay.guns and and follow me there and and await my first video uh jay where Mm. can people find you if they want to talk to you about their own anger okay so here's what you're gonna have to do uh (laughs) start at your bottom left canine tooth you need to trace back two teeth from there Pull that tooth out, crack it open. Inside that tooth, there'll be a little scroll. That scroll will contain one word. Take that word, uh, go to the internet, type it into the box on the internet. It will take you to a picture of a QR code. Take your phone out, snap a picture of that QR code. That QR code will take you to another website. That website will contain photos of me as a child. You need to find (laughs) a photo of me as a five-year-old. As a five-year-old, I cannot stress this enough. If you pick four or six, you will be assassinated. I must be five years old in this picture. Find that picture of me as a five-year-old. Zoom in on the picture. In my smile, on my teeth, you will find a little man in a little white suit hidden very carefully on my teeth. He is holding a sign. On that sign is my screen name on Twitter. I'll tell you now just so you don't have to go through that. It is adjective underscore J on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find me there. Um, Jay, get a TikTok. <laughs> get a tiktok uh get a TikTok. Okay. you can I, I will you can find me on <laughs> uh you can find the show sorry on uh twitch and on uh f- twitter and on instagram at frowntown pod those two and then at frowntown dot twitch no twitch.tv front slash frowntown that is everything yes um this has been a this has been a podcast it is an super audience long. you are everything thank you for listening you know what audience do me a solid no matter where you're listening to this at i do not care uh go to that app it has a rating system i have seen it on every app that we exist on and i'm gonna tell you um we don't have any ratings so give us uh give us ratings five star ratings don't don't come at me sideways well, we did have some on like... apple i believe we did we had well, that's true i want them on spotify i want them on good pod uh good pods i want them on i want them everywhere i would stitcher uh, anywhere that you are listening to this uh if you're on apple podcast leave, leave us a five star review you don't have to say anything but if you do we appreciate it uh and then tell your friends about this podcast uh, share it with everyone um also follow us on twitter and follow Force your uh, both co-workers us. to listen to it yeah or uh you know get their consent because that's what we're all about we're about <laughs> that consent baby um <laughs> thank you for listening to us we really appreciate it uh he is, he is slowly dying oh no v are you developing a co- comorbidity uh, uh, you, we're all dying so every day fcon <laughs>